Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of the Above Average Joe Show. This is going to be an episode full of outtakes, alternate versions, and deleted scenes. And we are going to go ahead and start with the scene that the internal thought recorder accidentally turned on. So if you are wondering what the story actually was behind that in part one of the episode with our guest Joe Nelson, this is the actual story. And just to give you a little background on it, the Bug Dude movie, which we refer to it as in the podcast because of our NDA, was not a project we were actually casting for. Was not a project for which we were casting. Sorry, improper English. (laughs) It was a project for which we were not casting, and so I had no idea what the scenes were or what it was entailing. I just had the call that was put out on Facebook of, we need to stand in for this one day, or for two days, and need to be such and such a height and weight and complexion, etc., etc. And so with that, here is the story of the Bug Dude movie. this set, I cannot tell you the name of it because of the NDAs, like we said, but this is a movie that's about a bug dude. Let's call him Bug Dude, and Bug Dude can get really big and really small using his Bug Dude suit. Let me give you a little background about how we got to Bug Dude Suit's movie. So I was working in casting at the time, And I was in the office, and at the time, I felt more like I was kind of doing the day player thing inside the office, though. So some days I'd come in, and I'd help Jamie out, and some days I'd be working edible arrangements still. And and it was just like kind of picking and choosing days. So it was kind of at the beginning of when things were happening and ramping up and stuff. So I had a free day, and I saw that they needed a stand-in to work on this Bug Dude movie. And they needed a stand-in that was five foot seven, with more of a Hispanic complexion, black hair, and I am not Mexican, Hispanic, or Puerto Rican, or Brazilian, or anything even close to any of that. I am half Asian, half white, but it gives me the correct complexion for what they needed. Um, I'm also not five foot nine. At the time, I was five foot seven, but. I went ahead and threw in my information, and I lied about my height, um, which I do not suggest doing. I, but I also knew Anne, who was working on this project, and Anne knows me. She knows how tall I am, and so I sent in my information. I lied about the height, but when I got the job, I was also with Jamie at the time, and Jamie had just bought these shoes. And Jamie and I are both shorter than average for our genders. And she had bought these shoes that had like two-inch platforms inside of them. And they were Nikes. And they were tennis shoes with platforms in them, which was cool. So I needed to get two inches. I could not find male shoes that would do it for me. And so she's like, well, why don't you go to the Nike store and just buy these? No one's going to know the difference. They look like guy shoes anyways. 
So Jamie suggests that I go to the Nike store and buy a pair because they look fairly gender neutral. So I go to the Nike store, I get a pair of these things, which makes me pretty close to five foot nine. I think it was like five foot eight and a half because I think they're actually only an inch and a half platforms. But anyways, I get these shoes in the largest size that they come in female sizes, which totally, totally scrunched my feet. It felt like I was in ballet shoes the entire day walking in these things. But I felt it was totally worth it because I was getting to work on Bug Dude movie. So I get these shoes. I show up to set. And once I get there, the PA is getting my wardrobe ready. She's like, okay, so we've got the pants. We've got socks that match. We've got shoes that match. Um, and the shoes didn't have to be the correct size of my feet because I wasn't going to be walking in them. It was going to be stationary. And she's like, and we also have some boxers or briefs if you want to use either of those. And I was like, I've got my own. I'm good. Little did I know that everybody would be seeing the boxers or briefs that I was wearing. Because um, I wasn't warned ahead of time what was going on in this scene. <laughs> Which I had talked to Anne later, and she's like, oh, I knew you wouldn't care. I was like, nope, didn't care at all. It was awesome. It was fun. Could care less. But we'll get to that in a second. So they make sure that I'm actually wearing underwear. They put the pants on. They got the shoes on and the socks on. They set me onto this table platform that's about four feet up in the air. So I'm chest height to everybody else that's walking around approximately. And... The only thing that I'm standing on are these tiny square tiles, and there's like a crack in the flooring of it all. And I'm standing there, I'm on my mark, and the assistant director <laughs> comes... Actually, no. And then the second unit director comes over, and she was like, Okay, Joe, I, I don't think I've ever said this to a guy before, but I need you to drop trow. Yeah, I need you to drop trow. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, okay, here's, here's the scene and what's going on. I just need you to pull the pants down, and when you do, have your belt buckle hit as close to this spot right here as you can, close to this spot as possible. And try and do that, like, every time. And I don't know if you've ever done this before or if anybody else has ever done this before because it sounds insane. But it is not easy to pull your pants down and hit a spot that's the size of a pencil lead on the ground with a belt that wants to flop around. Not easy. At all. And so we do a few takes of this angle, a few takes of that angle, a couple more takes of this angle, and we eventually get it. We got the shot. Next day, we do a reshoot for another scene, so I got to do the stand-in thing where the shoes that I bought actually came in handy, and that's a whole other story for another time. But if you watch the, watch the movie, you can see my foot on screen for almost a full second, an entire day, to get one second of a shot of a belt hitting a certain spot on a tile floor in a Bug Dude movie.
So the next few clips that we have for you are attempts that we made to showcase talents of Joe Nelson and well we'll just let you listen you'll see what happens hello everybody and welcome back to the above average Joe show thank you to our faux sponsors for co-sponsoring us with these fake commercial ads. <laughs> and we are still in the studio here with our special guest, Joe Nelson. And Joe, you are here and you are going to show us how to paint. Because you, you wanted to have a talent showcased, and this is the talent that you picked. And I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work, but take it away. Well, thanks for having me again. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to paint a picture here. I've got my easel set up. I've got my brushes and my paints and everything. And I will just verbally walk through everything with everybody. And you will learn how to paint via this podcast. This is going to be exciting. So first thing I want to demonstrate for you is how to hold the brush properly. And the way that you want to hold the brush, it's, it's not quite like a pencil. You want to hold it more like this. And you see where my fingers are? Um, Joe, I don't think they can see where your fingers are. This isn't a visual thing. This is, this is more of an audio thing. Well, that's why I'm telling you, this is where you put your fingers. Listen to what I'm saying. You put your fingers here like this. And you want to hold it like that because it gives you a little bit better of a grip and it's not too strong, it's not too soft. You can maneuver with your hand a little bit easier the pressure that you're putting the paintbrush onto the canvas. And what we're going to do is we're going to start with a little bit of this color green. So it's not like a normal colored crayon green. It's more of a... it's. It's this color green. You can, it's the one that I have on the palette right here. And we're going to mix that green with a little bit of this white. I mean, it's just a plain eggshell white that you can get anywhere. So what you, you don't want to mix all of it together, so you don't want a 50-50 blend. What you want is this amount, like I've got right here, with just this amount here. Um, once again, they can't see what you're doing they can't see the amounts they can't see how much paint okay, you have. this is this is just not working um i i give up i don't know i'm gonna have to come up with a different talent here right on the spot let's go ahead and cut and we will come back and i don't know whenever i think of a different talent i have Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the Above Average Show Show. I am back with our guest, Joe Nelson, and we are here, and Joe is going to show us one of his, one of his many talents. And what do you have with you here today, Joe? Well, I have my dummy here with me, and I am going to do some ventriloquism. You're going to do ventriloquism 
on a podcast. Yes, because I have with me my dummy, Scotty. But Scotty is not just a regular dummy. Scotty is a whispering dummy. <laughs> See, just like that. He just whispered something into my ear that only I could hear. And you never even saw my lips move. You are correct, and I did not see your lips move. Um, but once again, this is a podcast, and nobody can really see what's going on. I'm not sure this will be as entertaining for the audience and our listeners as, as much as it is as I am enjoying all of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Is he still whispering? Yeah, he's still whispering. It's a whispering dummy. He's Scotty the Whispering Dummy. He's talking in my ear. What's that? Oh, he wants to tell you something. Okay. Here, let me lift him up here, and I will put him over the table. Okay, so what did he tell you? He, I, I didn't hear anything. He didn't say anything. Are you sure? Because I, I was ventriloquizing. You should have heard something. You ventriloquized from across the table. You had a puppet in my ear that doesn't actually talk. I can't hear you whispering across the table through your arm through a freaking puppet. Wow, settle down. Yeah, I agree. He is getting a little ornery. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah. Telling you what? What is he telling you? Oh, he was just making a crack about you having something stuck up your butt. And he's got something stuck up his butt, but he's not crying about it. Okay, cut. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Above Average Joe Show. We are still here with Joe Nelson as our guest, and it is talent show time. So, Joe, you said you are going to do a magic trick for us, right? Yes, I am. Well, that's amazing. I mean, I, I loved when we had Cece Ice in here, and we talked about her working as a magician's assistant, so I'm very, very excited to see what kind of a magic trick you have for us. Well, what I am going to do is I am going to disappear. You're going to disappear. Yes, I'm going to make myself vanish in thin air. Okay, let's just go with it. Let's roll with it. So on the count of three, three, two, wait, wait, you said on the count of three, that means you go one, two, three, not three, two, one. You're counting the wrong way. Um, this is my magic trick. Okay. Back off. Okay. Just saying. So in three, two, one, presto! And now I'm invisible. I can still see you. You were supposed to go along with me. You can't. I can't have magical powers if you don't play along. And now you just gave away the whole trick. You're supposed to be like, oh my gosh, he's disappeared. It doesn't work if you sit there and tell everybody that I'm still sitting here. 
Okay, let's think of something else. And now what we have is the first version of the game of 25 that we played with our guest, Joe Nelson, on part two of his podcast episode. And once you listen to it, you'll understand why we had to record it twice. So enjoy. everybody and welcome back to the above average joe show we are still here with our guest joe nelson and we are about to play the game of 25 just a quick recap on how to play the game i will give you five clues for each round you will have five rounds and what you need to do is just name the actor or actress that the clues are for so we're gonna go ahead and get started and joe Yes, I'm excited to play. Here is your first clue for five points. Can you name a female 44 years old from Culver City, California? That is like the worst clue ever. No idea. Okay, moving on. Four points. First TV credit was for 1978 in Suddenly Love. And the first movie credit... Her first movie, it was in 1980 for Altered States. I was like five years old during that time. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, let's go for three points. She has worked in movies with Edward Norton, Angelica Houston, and Hugh Grant. That could be pretty much anybody. I'm supposed to get this for three points? There's, I have no clue. Just keep going. For two points, I'm going to give you two of their most famous quotes. First quote is, I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. And the second clue is, E.T. Um, e. phone home. See, not Josie Grossy. The only person I can think of is Josie and the Pussycats. No, not correct. Um, I guess we're going for one point. For one point... Her most famous movie was Charlie's Angels. Oh, Cameron Diaz. Ah, oh, incorrect. Who we were looking for was actually Drew Barrymore. So, ugh, zero points on the first round. I'm so sorry. This game sucks. I thought you said this was going to be fun. It, it, it's been fun. Just hang on. It'll, it'll get better. Okay, so second round for five points. Name a male, 52 years old, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, Jimmy Carter. Mm, not an actor and not a correct answer. Let's go for four points. First TV credit was in 1987 on The Cosby Show. First movie credit was in 1989 in Going Overboard. Bill Cosby! Mm, no, not Bill Cosby. 1987, Cosby Show. Bill Cosby. Was it Theo Cosby? Was Theo it Theo Huxtable? I don't even remember. Malcolm Jamal Warner. No, neither of them. <sighs> okay, for three points, stupidest kid. he has worked with Kevin James, Damon Wayans, and Kathy Bates. Wow. Um, 
14 minutes later. I have no clue. I give up. Okay, for two points, once again, give you two most famous quotes of theirs. First quote, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Second clue, O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. Have a happy, happy Hanukkah. Oh, oh, I know this. Um, the Boba Butterfuoco. No, not correct. For one point, most famous movie was The Water Boy. The Water Boy. The Water Boy. I heard you. The Water Boy, the Water Boy. I have no idea. Adam Sandler was the answer. This is stupidest. Okay. Round three. Maybe you'll get this one. Round three. Keep your let's keep your hopes up. For five points, name a male 53 years old from New York City. What the fro? That's the exact same clue you gave for the last one. No, the last one was Brooklyn, New York in 52. This one's 53 in New York City. That's a year's difference and, like, not in the same city. Ugh, whatever. Next clue. I have no idea. Okay, for four points, first TV credit was in 1986 with Kate and Allie. First movie credit was in 1987 with Hot Pursuit. Uh, I don't know, Robin Williams? No, not Robin Williams. Three points. He has started movies with Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman, and Robert De Niro. Luke Wilson? No, 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 no. Two points. Two most famous quotes. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And, oh, just like it's spelled, F-O-C-K-E-R. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Sylvester Stallone? No. Okay. Most famous movie was Zoolander. Oh, Kevin James! Zoolander. Yeah, Kevin James. He was in Zoolander. He talked to animals. That was the zookeeper. This is Zoolander. I'm, I'm not hearing a difference. Zoolander, zookeeper. Lander, keeper. Whatever. Move on. Next round. Okay. Round four. Looking for a female. Five points for if you can name a female, 49 years old, from Sherman Oaks, California. No, just move on. Four points. First TV credit was in 1990 with Malloy. First movie credit was in 1993 with the movie Leprechaun. Uh, I don't know any Irish actresses off the top of my head. Just pass. 
Okay. She's from Sherman Oaks, California, so she's not Irish. Hello. This is But since he passed, game. three points. She has started movies with Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, and Jason Bateman. Um Kimberly Williams? No. Not even close. Okay, two points. Two of her most famous quotes, more famous quotes, but not me, Bruce, just give me the boat, and we were on a break. We were on a break. That sounds familiar. We were on a break, Ross, as if that helps you at all. Ross? No. That, that made it even worse. That was not who I was thinking. Oh, jeez. What was the first quote again? But not me, Bruce. Just give me the boat. Give me the boat. Give me the boat. Uh, the breakup? Let's see, who was in the breakup? Lisa Kudrow? No! Not Lisa Kudrow. Okay, for one point, she was on the TV show Friends. Oh, Courtney Cox! Oh my gosh, no! No, the other one. You've named two out of the three. The other one from Friends. Joey Tribbiani? No! The other female. Oh, what's her name? Oh. Chandler! Chandler! <laughs> that girl, I have no idea what her name is. No, Jennifer freaking Aniston! Oh. Oh yeah, that's right, she was on there too, wasn't she? Yes. Okay, we are going into round five. So far, you have zero points. Okay, so we are looking for a female, 46 years old, from San Diego, California, for five points. Christina Applegate? No. Four points. First TV credit is in 1996 with Space Ghost. First movie credit, 1994 with The Mask. This is the Jim Carrey version, not the Eric Stoltz version. Is that Jennifer Aniston? No! The last answer was Jennifer Aniston. We're not repeating actors and actresses. They get one-time answers only. Don't have to yell at me. I'm sorry. This is... This was not supposed to be this difficult. I'm sorry. Okay. For three points, starred with in movies with Tom Cruise, Al Pacino, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom Cruise, Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom Cruise, Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom Cruise, Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio. Al Pacino, Tom Cruise, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino, and Tom Cruise. 
I don't know. I give up. Next one. Okay. Two of her most famous quotes. Who needs him? I got a vibrator. And second quote. They don't call me balls out Natalie for nothing. Jenna Jameson? No. These are like mainstream movies, not pornos. You said balls out Natalie. I have no idea. Okay. Last one. For one point, she was the star in There's Something About Mary. Mary Louise Park? No! The character's name is freaking Mary, not the actress. There's Something About Mary. Okay, I... With Ben Stiller. I don't know. I'm, honestly, I'm so freaking frustrated right now. This is the dumbest game. I don't know why you even had me play this game. You said this is going to be fun, and this is going to be, like, semi-easy. And I have absolutely no idea who any of these people are. And this is a freaking joke. You play this stupid game just to make me look like some kind of idiot or something. I don't know why I'm even still here. This is the dumbest thing. I, I am ready to just walk out of here and go home. We haven't even started recording any of the podcasts. We started doing this game first so you could get it out of the way. And I can't even play the freaking game. Okay. We still have a bonus round, so all's not lost. If you take a breath. <laughs> in through the nose, out through the mouth. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Relax. We'll do the bonus round. Maybe you can pick up some points there. You still have a chance to pick up a bunch of points, because you can get, like, 15 points in the bonus round, which is actually more than some of the other people got that have played this game before. Okay, fine. So I'm going to give you the list of all the actors and actresses that we just named that were the answers to those first five rounds. You got Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, and Cameron Diaz. So what you need to do is you need to take and name any movie that has at least two or more of them in the movie. You can name as many movies as you want, None of them will be wrong, so you can't lose points. So name, name as many movies as you can think of, but you get a point for every movie that is correct that has two or more of them in the movie. Okay, cool. This I can do. So I am going to set the timer for 30 seconds. Let me go ahead and set the timer for 30 seconds. I forgot to do that ahead of time. So 30 seconds. And I'm going to count down to give you a head start. And then you name as many movies as you can that has two or more of them in it. Okay, cool. So in five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, Ben Stiller, he was in Tropic Thunder. Oh my gosh, that was such a great movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, I love Tropic Have you seen Tropic Thunder? Yes, I've seen Tropic Thunder, but you're down to 15 seconds. I mean, it was just freaking brilliant. I love how they started with, like, the commercials at the beginning to make you think that, oh, there's advertisements for real movies. And then you find out, like, 30 seconds into it that they're completely fake and totally made up. I... What's that? Your 30 seconds is up. Wait, what? Thir 30 seconds is... Uh... Can we do that again? Because I was <sighs> freaking sidetracked. Um, 
I haven't done it, let anybody try it twice, but I guess we can go ahead and try it twice. Um, so I'll reset the clock. I'm going to give you another 30 seconds, and I need you to name any movie that two or more have been in. You've seen the list already. You've seen it for like five minutes now. So we're going to start again. We'll start the counter. Name off as many movies as you can with two or more of these actors or actresses in them. And remember, you can't guess wrong. So we're going to start in five, four, three, two, one, and start. Okay, so we started Tropic Thunder was the first one we thought of before. Um, I, I, Santa Clarita Diet, um, Cake, Dodgeball, um, Big Miracle had Drew Barrymore in it. Um, Little Nicky was an Adam Sandler movie. Click was an Adam Sandler movie. Um, 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 we'll just name all of the Star Wars movies as one big clump because one of them had to be in a Star Wars movie. 30 seconds. Again. How many did I get? How many did I get? Honestly, none of them. Those were all like one actors was in them. None of them had two or more. What kind of a stupid game is this? I told you, it had to have two or more of these actors in the movie. Can we just like, can we redo this whole thing over again? Can we just take like a 10 minute break and just like use the bathroom or something? Maybe I've just like stopped up too much from all of the tacos last night and I just need like, I don't know. Maybe I just need some fresh air. Can we just redo the redo the entire game over again? Because honestly, I don't think this this is not going to look good for me. This is going to look terrible. I mean, I honestly, I haven't. Everybody got one chance at the game. I don't. I don't really think that we should give you two chances. Well, then I'm going to walk out of here. Either you give me another chance, we play the game over, and we use that take. Or I'm done. Okay, fine. Well, let's go ahead, take a break. We'll redo the game, and we will come back. And this time when we record, whatever happens, it stays. So we're not redoing anything. We're not retaking the game. Just whatever your score is is the score that you get. Okay, fair enough deal. I will be right back. Oh, what an idiot. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and I encourage you to go ahead and take a listen to all of our other episodes, which you can find on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also check out another podcast I co-host, The Extra Unordinary, at moonpossum.com.